0: Warm spring days are arriving. Oh, Am my I gosh. right? Isn't it great? You know what? I need a new pair of shades that i don't have to
1: baby. Do you know what I'm saying, John? I don't want to take care of them. Let me put them on, take them off, and not to worry Look, about it. Hey, them. Dave, I know exactly sorry, sorry, what I you mean. Sorry, I didn't mean to rant. Knock around is the solution. Hi, I'm Dave Barnes. And I'm John McLaughlin. And welcome to Dadville. Dadville is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of awesome dadding. It's funny thoughts and deep talks. So please, enjoy your time here in Dadville and enjoy this episode with Dave and Me.
0: Hey, everybody. It's Dave here. I've got new music out. That's right. I have a new song called Years Long that just came out that is going to be a part of an album that is coming out in late October. Can't wait to tell y'all more about that. But for now, if you need a slow jam, a little love song for your fall, go check out Years Long. It just came out. You can stream it wherever you like to get your music. Johnny, John, John, fighting crime in his off time. Hey, Dave. Uh, I felt pretty good about that one. John, our next partner is one of my favorites. Can you guess say what i say?
1: Please say Athletic Greens.
0: Uh, yes, it is. Yes. Athletic In fact, I just took AG1. That's what the cool kids call it. uh uh-huh. By Athletic Greens a little while ago, just like I do every morning.
1: Every okay? morning. Every yeah. morning. That's another gave, thing that kids are saying.
0: <laughs> I gave AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health, John, increased energy,
1: John, and immune system support, John. Dave? Yeah? I take AG1-er day, er week, er month. Yep. Let me back up. I take it because I hated taking pills. I hated taking vitamins. Mm -hmm. I just wanted something, like a supplement that actually tasted good. That's all I've ever wanted. And AG1 delivers just that, my friend. Mm -hmm. I take AG1 in the morning before I start my day,
0: and it makes me feel like I'm giving my body the nutrition it
1: craves. You know what, Dave? Let me tell you something. Tell me. Very quickly, right off the bat, I noticed that it helps me with improved digestion oh. my hair my skin feels oh, great okay it's the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute john why would you take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of I, powder and water once a day i don't know who, who wouldn't want that that's my question that's what I. it ask gets myself. me frustrated i know and that's why ag1 has been part of millions of mornings yeah. since 2010. Plus, John, I almost interrupted.
0: I didn't mean to. Its AG1 is delivered to you every month, so it's easy to make it a daily habit.
1: That's right. You know what? You know what else I do? I get the single serving travel packs. Oh, the places oh. I go, Dave. <laughs> I never have to miss a day. I don't have to stay home to have AG1. I can be in Paris. Yes. I can be in Indianapolis. I can be in Carmel, which is a suburb of Indianapolis. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. I just mix the powder into cold water and I drink it first thing every morning. Boom, that's it. That's it.
0: If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash dadville. That's athleticgreens. dot com slash dadville. Check, Check it, it out. out. One. One and two and three and four
1: and here's John. It's Dave and John. You know It have sounds to... like an ad, but it's, it's, not. A, it's not. It's not. actually a gonna whole gonna say, this is not episode. <laughs> it's an ad-isode.
0: We kind of fooled you there because you immediately got in the posture of being ready to buy something. Consume. Yeah. You were. You got in (laughs) consumer mode.
1: (laughs) Put the credit card away. (laughs) You don't even need it anymore. You use your
0: phone. Forget about it. (laughs) This is, uh, guys, it's just another episode of me and John. We're we're checking in with you. You know, we're going to chat. We're going to chit chat. We got some things we want to talk about. We did a really fun thing where we asked people what they wanted us to talk
1: about. We did. and It was um, so fun. And actually, you guys sent in a lot of... Of comments and questions. Yeah, some were questions, some were just comments. Yeah, which you know, you know, makes for fun reading. Yeah, but not great on the conversational side. <laughs> but we appreciate. Look, we appreciated every we single did. one. We did. We did. We we're, pro- we're not going to get to say all of them. Of those things. Yeah, but we appreciate it. When all you
0: them. have six, was it six thousand two hundred twenty-seven?
1: It was six thousand different categories of pages, and then each <laughs> and then page <laughs> had thousands in them. So. Oh. That's what it's. We live in a dream world
0: here in Dadville. So, um how you doing, John? Uh, oh, look at that!
1: I know. I don't get a lot of dramatic. I know. I'm doing the. I'm. I'm rubbing my forehead. You all, I'm
0: like a little nervous right now. Is everything okay? I'm fine. You're Everything's
1: fine. great. Well, you pulled that together, which makes me feel like it's inauthentic. <laughs> I'm just squashing it down. <laughs>
0: yeah, just pushing on down.
1: No, I, I, I told Dave a, a little bit before we started recording that last night I. Was hanging with the girls. Amy was at, at her tennis lesson. She does on Monday nights, and um, and I love having bedtime with just the girls and me. I love it, and it was going great. The whole night was going great. The the girls played with your kids for a while. Then we went to soccer practice. Then we get home. We're getting ready. I'm doing homework with Luca. It's all going great. Next thing I knew, I go downstairs to get a floss thing for one of them. I come upstairs, and they're like at each other's throats. Oh, like, wow. Like, trying to get into Luca's room. She's got – Luca's got the door locked. She's laughing at – anyway, it, it could not have gone down. It, <laughs> worse. Going downhill is not even a, a good analogy. It was just like a cliff, and it was just all of a sudden we were at rock bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had to – I mean, Dave, you've seen it. Oh, I had I to put my foot down. Yep. And let me tell you what happens when <laughs> when I put my foot down to the girls. Nobody hears it. They don't care <laughs> at all. <laughs> Zero. And then I have to put my foot even Further harder down. down. Yeah. And let me tell you, Dave, eventually if I go into that kind of beast mode, hmm. they don't care. Even more. Even more. <laughs> You, I've seen
0: you cry, and they don't care. I
1: want to cry. I'm like, will you just start yelling at me so then I can be submissive? Because one of us needs to submit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like the improv game: sit, stand, lay. Yeah. Like if one somebody's of us is standing, gotta... yeah, if, somebody's gotta, <laughs> if you're standing, I can't be standing. Uh,
1: but let me tell you, I mean, Luca has. She's just at she's almost eleven, so she's like she looks like a teenager, I feel like. It's just getting to that phase where back in the day it was like they would get in trouble and then they're fine. Once you're fine, they're fine. Yeah. That is not the case anymore. Yeah. She was I was mad at her, she was mad at me. She didn't want me to lay with her, which is the worst. And then we gotta go to bed mad, you know. And then this morning it was still a little, mm, a little tenuous. So then, and we're walking into school, and she's like, "Don't hug me."
0: Oh, Ugh. shot across the bow.
1: So, anyway, and it's a gorgeous day. It's everything. I'm like trying to enjoy my day, but I'm like, I feel like I, I, I'm like waiting for three o'clock when they're done with school and we can reconnect. Yeah, that's where I am. Right yeah,
0: now. you feel the weight of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's not, it's not like derailing my whole day, but it's. It's on my mind the whole there. day. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of flying around in your brain. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Tell, don't tell me that you had a really great morning. Well, Luke and I hung this
0: morning, <laughs> and she was just telling me, "Oh gosh, she has a. She's really.
1: I saw that she she's had coffee.
0: She came home with coffee, with a ton of coffee mate, and yeah. knew. <laughs> <she's> <laughs> been hanging with
1: you guys get together and just do she's creamer. Just been-
0: I knew it was that one one morning. I just, I didn't even, I forgot I put coffee in and I was pounding creamer. And I was like, we've reached, <laughs> we've reached a whole other level. Oh, that's funny. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, we, we it. you know, we had a moment, I had a moment last night with Ben where I just kind of like, my, nights are really tricky for me because I just get so protective of them. I just really want my time to just not have to deal with the kids. You're and, hostage. And, yeah. You're uh, hostage. And that feeling You know, and he just was really adamant about us going upstairs, and because he got got back from soccer and practice, and I just I get so and bullish, like I get I can get mean, you know. Mm -hmm. Where he's like, "Would y'all just come upstairs?" and I'm like, "Bro, like I'm done. Go to bed," Mm -hmm. you know. And he's, I just really want to, and it's the sweetest. I mean, some of it is manipulative because he just doesn't, right? He just don't want to go upstairs by himself, but I'm just like, "Bro, I'm done." And Annie even looked at me and he's like, you are coming in hot right now. And I, I could feel, you know, like, you're, I, don't, I feel like knowing you, you probably don't deal with this as much. You're so calm. But, like, I could feel, I knew. I was like, oh, I'm out, I, I know I'm out of control. Like, I can mm-hmm. tell. Like, my hands are off the wheel, but I can't quite do anything about it. Yeah. And after, of course, five minutes, I calmed down and went upstairs and sat with him and apologized. Just like, you know, hey, sorry. But, and he was like, I know. I know what I did. And I was like, okay, we're good. But nights, it just, mm-hmm. it's like you know you just feel just everything is building it just feels like everything is mornings feel like that too preschool mm-hmm. where it's just kind of like everybody's kind of ugh, gets a little chippy you know it's
1: because there is there's like a destination yeah and so yeah, as you're right, moving right. toward yes. the destination it's like well everything kind of has to go according to plan for us to hit this bullseye of uh, like we're all in bed at eight thirty or whatever yeah. it is or we're at school at seven fifty. you know I think too. You nailed it. I think for me, you know, and this is a very
0: um, here we go waving the flag, but enneagram seven thing. I just do not like that. Well, you nailed how was, the hostage thing. I don't. I, mm-hmm. If you want to see me at my worst, me make it like be around me when I feel trapped or I can't control. you, know, I'm I'm stuck in something I can't get out of. as yeah. you two said so well, and so, you know, that's some like you said some of that snappiness for me last night is that feeling where yeah. he's like, you got to do this. And Andy's kind of looking at me and I'm like, I don't want to do this right now. Like I I had literally just sat on the couch, like turned the NFL game on, sat, my, my butt had just hit the couch. And he's like, hey, were you? And I was like, bro, this, I, this is the last thing I want to do right now. Mm-hmm. And then he's pressing and Andy's kind of at me like, why don't you just get me? <laughs>
1: like, it just all the worst parts of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's like the principle of it. And then there's the practicality of the moment and the rest of your night. There's, there's something
0: too I think about, I think about this every now and then, like my mom makes this joke all the time where she's like, Hey, I'm sorry for any dysfunction or anger, or like, if you can't read good, (laughs) um, because I didn't read to you growing up. She's like, I just couldn't do it, Dave. Like I couldn't do it. Like I would just, something about that just was, it just, I couldn't do it. And now I'm like, oh I a thousand percent get that. Mm-hmm. And I do have these little things where I'm like, if they come to me someday and are like, Hey, you just didn't lay in the bed enough with us at night. or mm-hmm. And it's, it's mostly, <laughs> it's mostly that little corridor of like, you were just really impatient or you just, I, I think like mom, I don't know that I'll mature out of that. I think I'm just going to have to say, like, I love you. It's just not in my skill set to do that. Uh And so every time mom makes a joke about it, I actually think it's a pretty profound thought that just to know, like, hey, I love you. I'm sorry. Like, I just – I couldn't – that was just, like, one of the few things I could just never get myself to do. And, you know, obviously I've done that with them, but I think – you know, I'm, I'm sort of okay with knowing that's not like Andy's amazing at that. And she's so, you know, she's so good about kind of nighttime and like they want to lay with her and, or, you know, yeah. I just, it's tough for me. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like, I can't, and a lot of that's cause I just can't slow my brain down enough to just like lay in the bed and. And 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 it'd be one thing if if like any of them are like really you know had this thing and they want to talk. I think it'd be a little you know I'd be like oh wow we're, but they don't you know we'd end up kind of laying there and there's like <laughs> half the time Sam's reading while I'm laying there and I'm like what are we doing yeah you know right like, you know where it's funny because Annie'll come down and she'd be like oh Ben just told me everything from the last week and I'm like right. why well, was just up
1: you know which maybe my fault it's but. funny because recently I've had I've been on a mission to to. Cause our our girls, I feel shame saying this, but our girls, we're up there till they fall asleep. We're like we're with them, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of weeks ago, I was like, okay, we're gonna need, we need to start like once school starts, that'll be a nice like cutoff time. Hey, we're gonna lay with you guys for two minutes each. Like Amy and I are with one of them, then we kind of switch and we go to the other one then we're going to go downstairs and you guys are going to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Like we, you guys have got to start falling asleep by yourself. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's much harder. Again, it's like, there's that, that's the principle of it. It's like, we need to get there because I don't want to feel hostage, all that kind of stuff. But also it's harder. And when we try to do that, it makes the night harder. It would be easier for us to just sit there Yeah. and they'll be asleep. They fall asleep pretty quickly, but I've been reading this book anytime I have a, a good book, I'm like I get into it, I'm reading it at night. And now I'm like it's it's so much easier now to just lay in their bed. Yeah, read the book. Read my book. I'll I'll be there thirty minutes after they're mm-hmm. asleep. I'm mm-hmm. still reading the mm-hmm. book. And I'm like confronted with my own sort of like better parenting versus what's just mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'd rather just maybe just until my book's done, we'll all lay with you guys. Yeah, and but then we're gonna go right back to it. <laughs> until, you know what I mean? I just think of like they're in college and you're like driving to Belmont
0: every night, and you're like, it's okay, guys. It's just it's
1: right down the road. It's it's just easier to lay with them. And They don't go to bed <laughs> till right three. Like just like staring at you across the <laughs> room. Hey, how
0: you doing? What was your name? Oh, Becky? Are you, are you and Joey? Do you, you have dating? any water? <laughs> She's on her phone, but when she gets done with her phone, she'll. <laughs> isn't that though? Isn't that true that like that's where our brains go yeah. when you have struggles like that? You're like, this is gonna last forever. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm ruining whatever it is. Well, that... and I actually do think. I mean, obviously, what we're describing is ridiculous, but I think well, it'll be her roommate then. <laughs> it's not gonna be me, but she'll need her roommate to be there, and then she'll be the needy oh roommate. God, it's that's like, hard. well, are you not? You're going home this weekend. Oh, geez. Okay, and then she'll have to. she will go home this weekend. Yeah, then she'll come home that weekend or whatever. <laughs> which the flights from she Harvard has a, she are has a, so expensive. She has, a, she has a,
0: a body pillow that's got you printed on it. It lays in the bed
1: next to her. I know that's unhealthy, but that's kind of a yeah. That would be nice.
0: But that's how we're going to make our money with Shark yeah. Tank. Um, Yeah, I I, I mean, I I think, I I don't know this, I'm in the middle of it, like you are, but I do feel like the wisdom that I get from a lot of parents is so much of, like, these things, in retrospect, are such minimal things. You know, like, they feel so paramount in the
1: moment, but, I I do feel like the the parents who are further down the road, they do seem to lean on, like, less of the, I feel like they're like, just lay with them. Yeah. Just do, if that's easier, just do it. And I don't know how I feel about that, but it does seem to be consistent that when we talk to older parents, they are, they lean that way most of the time.
0: Well, and I think the reason I brought that up earlier to your point about like what my mom said is there's this really fine line of like you want to every moment you can be with them, be with them or, or, or whatever that thing yeah. is, because they're going to grow up and yeah. you're going to look back one day and feel like, why didn't you just lay in the bed, Dave? just lay in the bed but I also think there's another part of it that's like yeah but I'm also like a human and at some point I don't want to do some certain things and maybe that you know it that's that's the part of parenting that always gets really tricky to me is that kind of like enjoy the moment live in it it's okay they'll mm-hmm. keep, they'll grow out of it slash like what if I just don't want to do it? You know, mm-hmm. like what if, what if doing whatever that is like drives me crazy Yeah, <laughs> and sort of having some grace for the journey of going like, you know, because I don't know, I have this thought a lot, this is a weird thing to admit, but I do have this thought a lot where I'm like, I I, I am probably arguably unhealthily aware of, or, or resolved to me just going, this is just how I am and, and not in a way that I'm trying to create enmity between me and my kids, but, but at the same time kind of going like. Hey, I was, I was just kind of me. I tried to do everything I could to serve and love y'all. But at the same point, like I'm just who I am. You know what I mean? And, and I think sort of having, having some grace for myself for those moments that I get terrified of where they, you know, they're 25 and like, you know, I've done all this therapy and Mm -hmm. one of the things that he mentioned is that you just didn't really lay with me in the bed much. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh shoot, you know, and just being okay with going, Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Like next, you know, like I'm not pushing back at all. Like I didn't do that. Right, you
1: know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think if that's your one blind spot, you're fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, no, that's a that's a that's a bevy of blind spots. You know. Okay. So, one thing I did want to say before we jump to these these uh, things. This weekend, I went with Ben uh, to Knoxville. He had soccer tournament. Rector or? Yeah, oh yeah, no, Rector's playing uh, sports league stuff. That's cool. You're just, going, so yeah. you're just driving him. No, no, no. I just follow him. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> Did he invite you?
1: No. Mm-mm. Okay. He's really, okay. he's
0: not good actually, but he gets, he plays.
1: Ever since that restraining order expired, you have been oh, so everywhere. involved. Yeah, yeah, the tracker on
0: his car yeah. is super effective. And to find my <laughs> friends that he does not know, I'd turn on his phone. So we went. Uh, we went to Knoxville for some soccer games. And man, the kids sports thing. You're in it. You are in it. It's, I mean... I feel like we could have a month of podcasts on this on mm-hmm. this topic it's 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 a funny thing because it's like I think before I did it, you know, like I grew up playing sports, I would say much more recreationally than competitively, but like I played and was on teams in the high school and did the things um but just you know was never like the killer instinct guy Annie is a machine, like she is a athletic competitive beast, like she loves that stuff she grew up playing she always hates me telling people this, but she got written up in uh, Sports Illustrated for college as I think she had competed as a girl in the most intramurals. Oh, really? Of, of like any college. Like it was a joke. Like what? She she did like 12 different sports one year. Or something. It was I did just, not know that. But she loves it. Like she really, really enjoys it. And so she, you know, so so for me, I think before we got into it, I, I kind of judged a lot of parents because you know you go to games or you'd have a friend you know played and they'd be like, hey, come on, watch the game, and you'd just be like, these parents are out of control. they like, why do you care this much? But it's funny because once Ben started playing and and him being good at soccer, mm-hmm. you know, I found like even when he was four or five and and showed some uh, you know skill or whatever, I was like on the sideline, my heart's racing. He's like four. I'm yeah. Like, How many goals he got? Four. Shoot, he missed three.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah.
0: that's in there, you know." Yeah. But I do think there's a weird, I don't know. I mean, it's I know we talk about this a lot with especially pro athletes we have on because I'm just so fascinated by this. Like, how do you think about this what's appropriate? But like at these games, you know, cuz Ben is 11 now, like people parents will get chippy. Like they'll they'll start yelling at the ref and you know, like I mean, oh my god. This weekend, two different kids kids, 11-year-old kids got kind of chippy with some of our dads who got chippy with them. And I mean, it, it was kind of all laughed at eventually. Like the other team? Yes. Like, so like one kid, like, cause you know, like ball comes down and it goes out. Dude, I'm not lying, John. Ball goes out of bounds. And you know, one of the dads like, it's out of bounds, ref. And the and the kid's like, wasn't out of bounds. And you're like, oh shoot, we sort of broke the third plane here. Yeah. Like, cause he's like, cause you know, they're like, they're like 10 feet away cause we're yeah. right on the sidelines. And the dads, you could feel it, but I kind of got gobsmacked because we were like, "Oh!" And then some dads are like laughing, like "punk kids." Some were kind of like, "Oh, that felt..." Wh-. But it yeah. was just like, you know. And he's like, you didn't go out, man." And you're like, "Oh, shoot!" Like, yeah. And then one dad was like, "You know, what do you know?" I was just like, <laughs> all of a sudden, well,
1: like, everyone's eleven-year-old
0: kid. Yeah, that's exactly right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, the yeah,
0: it's not a rising tide that raises all boats. it's, yeah. it's all going down. And so I just think I'm so fascinated with the human nature of the whole sports thing with kids, because I think, you know, again, watch it. And it happened twice this weekend where another kid, the dad was, you know, and it wasn't in a bad spirit, but just like, was like, Hey, you know, uh um, uh, uh, ref, whatever. Sorry. Ref, you know, he's, they're not keeping their feet down when they mm-hmm. throw in it, whatever, you yeah. know, and it wasn't, yeah. in, I, both times I it didn't feel like a weird spirit. It was just kind of like, Hey, just kind of watch that or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or it's our ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. And the, another kid was like, no, it wasn't, you didn't see it. And you're like, Oh God, you know, like, yeah, this is weird. You know, I feel like we should, we should have like more dedicated, have some like pros on to talk about this because it is, it's candidly, it's out of control. Like it's parents are getting all up in a thing. their kids. And you know, it's like, I, I think about <laughs> it's such a weird reference, but I think about big daddy. This is a joke me and Mike and make all the time. <laughs> Uh, there's a scene where I think it's Steve Buscemi. Bushimi mm-hmm. is walking by. You know, he's kind of the mean. I think he's a homeless guy in the show. And Adam Sandler is sitting with the kid. Um, I don't remember this exactly, but it basically the gist of it is like he's just being mean and Adam Sandler yells, He can't hurt you anymore. Yeah, I <laughs> he's remember like, that. I hate my dad and then he walks off screen. Yeah. And there is this sort of like I just want to sit down with some of his parents and be like, Look, whatever trauma mm-hmm. you have. Like, your kid being good at a sport isn't going to heal it. It's yeah. And that's the thing that I have heard, and I know we've heard. Like, you know, they they can't heal your story. Like, they can't fix your story by being good at something. Either you weren't or you see right. the, their ability to excel at something and you didn't or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it gets like – it's it's out of control. And this isn't even – I mean, this I would call this mid-competitive. We're not yeah. even like – Where kids are really, really, really good and playing on MLS next or for the local, you know, like MLS teams youth leagues. This is like kind of nice mid-level competitive soccer, and I mean, people just get out of hand. I know.
1: Dave. Dave Man, that was good. Love that. I'm embarrassed at how much I like that. Listen, Dave, mm. as a parent, you've had to learn so many new skills to provide for your family, right? I don't have to mm. tell you. You got to learn how to do None copious shucks, amounts of laundry, right? Meal plan for even the pickiest eater, which you are such a picky eater. Beer I don't people, know how you talk me like into to pick doing what the meal I plan eat, for I like you. To pick what I eat. And now you got to learn how to protect your family's financial future. That's well, true. listen, Dave. Fabric by Gerber Life provides an easy one-stop shop for your family's financial needs, offering high-quality term life insurance policies plus other financial solutions in one easy online hub. Yes, Fabric is incredible,
0: John. Mm-hmm. Great coverage, easy to set up. And John, I just want to say, you are the master
1: of learning new skills. Thank as a you. And knowing you. about Fabric is one of your best tips. Thanks, Dave. Mm-hmm. Look, it's easy. Because Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Get your personalized quote in just minutes and then apply when it's convenient for you. It's all online and on your schedule. Oh, it's amazing. You could go from
0: start to covered. In how many minutes, John? Less than how many minutes? You know, I, 30 would be good. No, Tell it's me how 10, many? 10, less than 10? 10 minutes. That's incredible. With no health exam required. With over 1,700 five star views, and they're rated as excellent on Trustpilot.
1: Not sure if life insurance is right for you? Mm. We'll take Fabric's quick 60 second quiz to find out. There's no risk to apply, and they have a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. Fabric has partnered with Gerber Life, trusted by millions
0: of families like yours for over 50 years. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash dadville.
1: That's meetfabric.com slash dadville. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash dadville. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. (laughs) Man, Dave, I want to give a shout out. And when I give a shout out, I always laugh because it just brings me so much joy to give a shout shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with free samples. You know it, John. This time of year, my allergies are in fuego. They're mm-hmm. always on the attack, but I use this and you should too. Oh, I do, Dave. Every day in our house. Yeah. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, which is, this
0: is me raising my hand, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients, just one pill, to relieve
1: your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure
0: with ease john i've been taking claritin d for my allergies for a long time and it's been an absolute life changer i can go for a run without my eyes watering i may be crying but it's not sure. from allergies. totally different. and i can sing without feeling like i have like a big old let's say we call it a frog it's
1: a, it's like a toad it's like a family of toads it's a family it's a turtle yeah in my so you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies yeah me I it's time it. to live claritin clear
0: John is the man, John so great. John that's is nice. all that's over the so place because so nice he you
1: loves you. Dave, that is very generous of you, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> John, would you tell me something?
1: Depending on what it is, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. What, do, what do you think about Rooted the NIV Bible? Uh, I'm so glad yeah. you asked tell about us. that. Tell this us. is the softball of all softballs. Yeah, Dave, yeah. I love it. Oh. In France, je dois. Oh, okay. I don't even know if that's okay. actually right. No, 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 it's good. New from Zondervan Bible Publishers, designed to help you connect with your identity in Christ, is Rooted the NIV Bible for Men and Flourish the NIV Bible for Women. Dave, Tell me. Ask What me. have you enjoyed
0: about, about rooted. rooted? I was hoping you'd Yeah. I enjoyed the summary of talking points and questions at the beginning of each book of the Bible. It lays out some of the common questions and thoughts we have and pinpoints where it's being addressed in Scripture.
1: Well, Dave, you didn't ask, but I like that too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I also enjoy the profiles that it has on certain people in the Bible. It goes a little more in depth about important figures and the roles that they played. Yeah. Other features include myth articles that expose
0: commonly accepted myths of our culture and refute them with God's It has notes that offer clarity into the attributes of God and has questions for growth that you can answer alone, with a friend, or in a small group.
1: Both of these Bibles, Flourish for Women and Rooted for Men, offer the knowledge, strength, and clarity to navigate life's challenges with Scripture as your guide.
0: And Flourish, the NIV Bible for Women and Rooted, the NIV Bible for Men, are available both in
1: hardcover and leather soft styles. You can find out more and order your copy at Amazon.com slash Rooted and Flourish. That's Amazon.com slash Rooted and Flourish. I feel like we are a level down from where you guys are. And our girls are not. I mean, Amy was a soccer player all through college. She's into it. She wants the girls to play soccer. I love that they play soccer. And they love it, but they're not. They don't really care. You know what I mean? Like they'll, they'll like Livy last weekend. They lost oh six, and she's yeah, she doesn't care. Yeah, she's like, we're not. Which is great. Yeah, she. I I hope that it stays that way forever. But we we have already actually this has really only happened once, and it's like it's crazy that this happened. But we had a a dad and and a ref, kind of go back and forth a couple weeks ago, and it's I think there's something about like. Maybe like there's like that sort of fourth wall thing Mm -hmm. where like maybe you're yelling stuff every now and then, and then they they yell back, and you're like, oh 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 yeah, this is you can see us, yeah. (laughs) And then you're (laughs) like, it's two guys, yeah, amongst kind of you know a lot of people, and then you're on the spot, and then you get defensive, and then you you either you you know it's like fight or flight or whatever, and then (laughs) it was ridiculous. It was like. the guy you know i forget what the first couple back and forth was but then all of a sudden the ref was like well i'll see you after the game no and you're like no no he didn't say that he did how old was he i don't know in his late 80s maybe i I mean you're like will you 40 (laughs) yeah can you see us now (laughs) but it's like i was thinking about it afterward i'm like i bet as soon as he said that he was like what am i doing why am I saying? like yeah. I'm surrounded by like eight year olds. Yeah. Like, when well, we gonna fight one of the dads in the parking lot?
0: It's ridiculous. I, I think th- th- this is what I think about, th- th- and, and this is me just being as vulnerable and candid as I can be. Because growing up playing sports, but not not at, like again at a super high competitive level, I don't. I just don't have skin in the game like that. I, I don't. Yeah. I value sports. I value what they teach our kids, but not near what other people do. And so, I have to be careful. Because I can think this is ridiculous like you know it, 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 but I do have friends that grew up playing and played either professionally or at a collegiate level right. and their argument would be like no this this matters at some point because rules need to be rules and kids that don't have rules enforced then then what are we doing out here so mm-hmm. so I understand that and I think that's why a lot of times like dads on our team were're kind of like hey it went out you know, I'd be like, who cares? They're just kids. But I think right. they have a, they have a good argument say, like, Hey, if, if we can't abide by the rules, what the heck are we doing out here? Yeah. So I, I get that. But I, I think I just have an innate problem with it because I just don't value it as much as other people do. I'm kind of like, it's especially kids sports. Cause I'm like, you know, like, so it did go out and the other team gets it. So we lose like, yeah. kind of what's who cares. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, we want to do the best we can, but does this really matter? But I know there's some like you know I have a dear friend who has very strong thoughts about this stuff. He played college sports, and I have to be careful sometimes around him because I can just be so who cares? And he's he's not crazy like he's not. But you know he he gets him he gets yeah. riled up. Yeah. And so it's it's it, I have to be it's a, it's an interesting thing for me because I don't think everybody thinks like me and they shouldn't. But I also. You know, I feel like I can make a pretty compelling case for like why does this matter at all? Like, right. And I think too, you know, the other things that I think are tricky about are two things. One, I think these kids aren't going to play professional sports. Like, I mean, the number of kids who will play professional sports is unbelievably small. Of course, unbelievably small. Yeah. So, you know, us thinking like, well, my kids really gifted, whatever. That that percentage is going to be unbelievably low. So, just. Working out of that, like, well, you never know. It's like you're already on the wrong path. Like Mm -hmm. the percentages are not in your favor, so let's just chill out there, Jocko. You know what I mean? Like he's he's not going to be a catcher for the Mets. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I think too, I don't know what it's like to have a kid that is really good at like that level good at sports. So I also have to be careful because like that would be I think about that a lot. I'm like, what would it be like if your kid really was like truly phenomenal at a sport? Like, yeah, really has a gift that's substantial. And that'd be tricky because you you think about what a family that means for a family, and do you go all in on that? Is that something that you owe your kid? Do you not? I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. that's a whole other conversation. But it's like I don't really know what that's like, and I, and I do think um, I do think there is you know there's a case to be made for if your kids really and they really enjoy it. But but even then, there's all these you know there's all these stats that show that a kid that over specializes for too long hates the game i mean i have friends right. that will tell you that i mean i'm yeah. sure you do too they were like i, I never play golf again after i got out of high school because i was like I, I, that's all i did for 15 yeah. years or you yeah, know right. 10 years whatever it is so i think there's all these things you got to be careful about and how
1: we think about it and sort of overdo it and i do remember when i was growing up I, I mean swimming was my sport and i swam year round and it was it like looking back i'm like it was so intense. It's laughable how intense it was, but I also feel like it, when I was in it, I was like, "This." If I miss or yeah. something, that's huge. Yeah, it was like a big deal. Which again, looking back, I'm like, it's not a big deal at all. I want I want to like call some of my old coaches and be like, "You were like playing a role, right?" Like, <laughs> or did you actually think, think it, was it was life or death? Because it seemed like yeah. it was life or death. Yeah, but. Part of me is like, I do see the benefit now in my adult years of that insane discipline. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm I'm trying to glean like what are the takeaways that are positive from that, Hmm. and maybe because because other than that, I mean, it's just like no one ever, no one cared about (laughs) swimming. It's not like there was some (laughs) social aspect to it. So I mean, you know, what was it all for? I don't know. Well, and and that's, I think maybe
0: that's a good way to land this part of the conversation. It's like, I think that's, that, that's such a good way to put it. And I really do think globally, that's the question that to me, if there is a question, that's kind of the question to me is like, what is it all for? Yeah. I mean, I, I remember talking to a guy I know who played collegiate football and he admitted, he's like, there, there's a lot of time where I look back. I'm like, why did I do all that? Yeah. You know, like I just gave so much of my life to something that stops abruptly and you never and do again. Done. It's over. And, and and a lot of people would rightfully so say, team building, community. I mean, even watching Ben this weekend with these boys, yeah. right? He knew some of them, but not well. They had a they had a weekend together, which I don't like doing these, by the way. Like I don't, we don't like to miss church. We don't. I don't like all that. But any, and I agreed, like, hey, one, it's one weekend this fall. And two, this, like I got yeah. to know the parents, which was really great, but Ben got so much more comfortable with those kids and practice yesterday going was different. Like he's laughing, he's cutting mm-hmm. up with the boys. So there is a wonderful communal totally, element. Yeah. There's, to your point, discipline is huge. I think fitness is great. Like understanding how, you know, pushing your body has great results and mm-hmm. is really healthy for you.
1: And dealing with failure.
0: Yes. Like it gives Very you a well chance said. to deal well with said.
1: expectations, yeah. aspirations. For sure success, failure, all that kind of stuff. That's great.
0: So I do think some of it is like what's the point. And I think that ultimately for all of us parents is one good thing to think about. It's like if it is for my kid to have fun and enjoy getting to meet people, get better support, things we're talking about, like that's a great matrix to put it through. I think if it's like, I think we just have to do, this is just my hot take. I think we have to be careful as parents when we feel that because we're going to, that thing that's like he needs to be good at this. Like he I feel something in me getting connected to his performance mm-hmm. and that or her performance, and that's really tricky space there because I think like then it's not about your kid it's it's more about you needing to see and I think then overlaying this really weird grid over them that's like how you perform on the baseball field is how life is gonna be, which I would argue is ridiculous, right. you know like well he if he if he or she can really perform out there, it's gonna set up their I'm like uh, maybe I mean slightly maybe i I mean i just don't i mean there's some great things to take from that but i just think we there's something about the performance of it that goes before beyond sports that does make me nervous that's kind of this like if you aren't bleeding out there on the field then that's not you know and it's just like i just think it can get so overdone but that's true with anything i think if you have a kid that plays piano and he's good or you know she's smart you know Mm -hmm. or she's great at whatever the thing is it's just the performance aspect is always the thing i think that's worth watching. And you said it so well, like, what is it for? What are we doing here? Yeah. That, and, and, and that's the last thing I promise. The other thing I think a lot about is like what it's doing to, I, I think so much about this. I'm like, what am I communicating to Ben with how we think about his time in this sport? You know, cause he's got two nights of practice a week. He plays most weekends. Thankfully this year it's been here, which is a big deal why we did it. So we're not gone. But like, am I osmotically Telling him, your schedule is paramount to this family. Your joy is paramount to this family. You you playing the sport matters a lot to us. And that scares me. Because I don't want him to be picking up, even at a subconscious level, we follow you everywhere. We cheer you on performing. And when you perform well, that's we accept you more or we celebrate that more. But that stuff makes me nervous. Like I don't want him thinking, even though he doesn't know he's thinking it, like, well, yeah. I play sports and y'all go to those games or I play sports and you drive me to Knoxville when it's time to drive. It's like, that's, that's the thing I get nervous about with our culture where we are athletic with, with kids sports. is like just what we're communicating. And we don't know we're communicating like your life for the rest of your life. Ben, it's going to be, everybody kind of caters to you and what you want to do and they'll follow you around to your whims. That, that makes me nervous. And I think that's the stuff that I'm like, you know, that's a space to watch for me. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, and he even, we had a little moment the other night where he kind of, Sam, you know, our youngest. I don't know if you remember him. He's the, the you know, had a game. Yeah. 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 He's always got carbs. Um, okay. He's stealing your chips at your house. Um, probably even now, honestly. Um, but like, you know, Ben kind of was like, I don't want to go to that. They're so boring. And I, it lit a fire in me because he was telling Sam mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro. Do you know how many games this this little dude has come to of yours and like mm-hmm. not complain? That's the energy that makes me really nervous. Is this kind of like when we overdo kids' sports? And it, I just think, what are we telling them? Like w- when we're that busy and we're that, you know, is there something they're picking up on that we don't even know they're picking up on? You know, mm-hmm. that's I'm off my soapbox. I'm done.
1: That's an interesting thought, though. I don't I don't know what my thoughts are on that exactly. Because part of part of me is like, well, what? I mean, they got to do something. No, you're right. You're exactly right. Exactly right. I do think it would be a good idea for next season. You don't go to a single game, and you don't tell Ben where you are. Well, Rector's gonna be so mad. Yeah, this whole time we're talking about Rector, right?
0: Now that you say that, we are. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna get so much. We're so confused. (laughs) We're confused. Yeah, we don't even know we're doing. Speaking of the people, let's get down to some of these questions. Let's get let's get down to it. Let's get down. Let's let's
0: try to let's see what happens if we sort of treat this like a speed round.
1: Yeah, the whole thing is speed round. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's start out with Logan Miller. Lolo, Lolo, as we call him. Logo Mill Mill. Uh, I'm a longtime fan of both Dave and John, but uh, so immediately I'm like, well, who are you a bigger fan of? That's our question for you. <laughs> Get back to us. Uh, I've seen you both multiple times and practice vocally to your tunes constantly. Oh, that's cool. I love this guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm a dad of two kids, George, three, Lucy, one. My wife is incredible and is constantly allowing me bandwidth to gig and keep the dream alive. Oh, that's cool. But I just need to admit that it's dang hard. Ooh, Logan, language. watch language, that language. language. Jeez. Jeez, dang those. hard, I'll say again when it comes to music and work-life balance. I've been the worship pastor at my church for eight years part-time and full-time in leadership at a marketing agency. Man, this, this guy's got a lot on his yeah, plate. Yeah, Logan's a juggler. On top, uh, I've often been gigging multiple times a week. Man, <laughs> I feel like we need to ask him about <laughs> time management. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would love to hear from both of you to hear how you progress musically, creatively, while being intentional dads. I want to hear about your space. Uh, oh, your actual space. I think Dave has one of those she sheds. Lol, uh, turned home studio. Uh, Dave has uh, like a legit space in the back. I have like an actual shed that I've retrofitted into a. It's awesome. A he shed. Um, he shed. She shed. <laughs> a they shed. I guess. <laughs> Uh, I know you guys are pros and have time during the day as well. That's still making me laugh.
0: He shit, she should.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, keep going. Sorry. sorry. I'm gonna, you, you keep laughing. I'm going to keep reading Logan's thing. Keep uh, but I'm really struggling <laughs> with finding the right balance to, time, to, to find time for achieving dreams and dadding all in a day's work. Would love to hear your thoughts. Much love to you both. Man, that's a lot, Logan. Mm-hmm. How, do, how to progress musically. Man, Dave, go ahead. Tell them <laughs> Tell them how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> mm.
0: Well, I I think maybe my quickest answer to this if we're staying in the lightning round world. Yeah. I do think it's some um some of it is just the expectations for things to your last point. You know, I'm really struggling to find the right balance for time and for achieving dreams. Um, you know, I think just having appropriate expectations for something that sounds like a really great hobby, but is a hobby because, you know, you do have other jobs you're doing, or even if it is a job, having an expectation knowing there's other jobs you're doing too. So it's not kind of like music has to carry the weight of everything I'm wanting in life or mm-hmm. whatever and and letting it sort of um, perform in an appropriate manner, not just in your time um, management, but also just kind of like what you expect and dream it to be. Like even as a professional musician, I'm still learning that, you know, just to how to sort of have appropriate expectations for, you know, one, how old I am and how many records I've put out and how long I've been doing this, but also, you know, just how people perceive what I do still and whatever. So, you know, I would say maybe that's the answer I'd give for at least that part of it is just kind of like how to have reasonable expectations.
1: Dave, yeah. I gotta tell you something. Tell I gotta me. get something off my chest. Please, I just well, want to get up on a mountain and shout this. Oh my gosh. But there aren't any mountains around. Plus, and I don't want to put my shoes like on. I've never been, never been great cook. at climbing. Yes. Knock Around is the original affordable sunglasses company offering quality shades that won't break the bank. And there, I said it. You. <laughs>
0: John, I just climbed a mountain and yelled that, too, so it's fun to hear you say that just this morning, literally an hour ago. And, John, there are so many different color combinations, Mm -hmm. 17 unique frame styles, and they're offered with both standard UV 400 protection and polarized lenses. Well,
1: Dave, don't forget, because you almost forgot this, but I I would never forget this. Knockaround also had kid-sized sunnies. Aw, and Dave, they're always releasing new sunglasses so you gotta go to knockaround.com to check out the latest.
0: I was literally looking at that as you were talking so I don't know what you it was, said. It's a little. John, rude. I'm customizing it's a little rude. my own pair of sunglasses on knockaround.com right now because I can't, I, could, <laughs> I couldn't handle it after <laughs> I yelled at the top of the mountain. I forgot my sunglasses and I was like, I need sunglasses when I climb the mountain. Could, yeah. You yeah. can choose the color of each arm, the frame, and the lenses John. I cannot
1: wait to see your original design. Okay, you're gonna love them. Okay. You're gonna love them. You always do.
0: Not always. And while I'm at it, I just ordered you a pair of fast lanes because that's Ooh. what i think about that's that's where
1: you live john i live in, in rubberized land. navy and mint that's so sweet dave, dave you know, a question for you, you know, how can our listeners find their favorite pair here's what you do john buckle okay. up
0: you live in the fast lanes you know that phrase mm-hmm. since you're a loyal dadville listener you can head on over to knockaround.com and use promo code dadville 15 anytime for 15 percent off your first we're not even first and you're forced. Done. If you're in and the you're, forest, if you're in the ordering, forest, your first. The sun is in
1: your <laughs> eyes because the trees are thin. Listen,
0: okay. I got so excited. I got, and also, I'm fatigued from the mountain climb again. I want to say it again clear for people. 15, Dadville 15, any time for how many off your first order? Uh,
1: 15. 15%. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. They could have stopped at 14, but they kept going. <laughs> Dave, people need to go to knockaround.com and yeah. use the promo code Dadville 15 for 15% off their order of an awesome new pair of sunglasses. I'm going to say it again. Do it. Knockaround.com. Dadville 15. Do it. (laughs) Hey, Dave, do you ever set your alarm early and you got your gym bag all packed and yet you hit the snooze and you're rolling out of bed an hour late? (laughs) Dave? Dave,
0: mm. are you asleep? <laughs> ah, John, sorry. Oh, that's embarrassing. I'm so sorry. I've just been Again. so tired lately. It's like I'll set my alarm early, have my gym bag packed, have the dumbbells in the bag, have extra weights wrapped around the dumbbells, right. yet end up hitting snooze and rolling out of bed an hour later. Yeah, ah. yeah
1: that's yeah. exactly what yeah. I just asked you I'm if you would have been awake. <laughs> anyway, Dave. <laughs> If falling asleep easily and waking up feeling rested Mm. is something that you need help with, Mm -hmm. and based on this conversation, I would say that it is, let me tell you about the Hatch Restore 2. Can I tell you? you. Yes, please do. Thank you, John. What if you made sleep your simplest self-care bedtime routine with the Hatch Restore 2? Think of the Hatch Restore 2 as your bedside sleep guide, your ally in rest, as I like to say. Mm. The innovative all in one dream machine is a sophisticated sound machine, light, and alarm clock beautifully designed for your bedside table. Oh. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it, John. Say I it. really need the Hatch Restore 2. If you there, weren't going to say it, I there, was going to say there, it, there, Dave, there. because good rest allows you to be the best version of yourself, which right now you aren't. We don't need to get into that, mm. which is why the Hatch Restore 2 was engineered to help you form healthy sleep habits. for life it's as though your hatch teaches your body when it's time to sleep and when it's time to rise
0: with light and sound cues it coaches me through meditations and mindfulness exercises that
1: transform the time before and after sleep into restful rituals
0: Mm -hmm. it sounds great
1: John Dave great sleep cannot be forced but it can be learned and right now Hatch is offering our listeners $20 oh. off their first purchase no. of a Hatch Restore no. 2. And, Dave, no. free shipping at hatch.co slash Dadville. This, this
0: company's never going to make it. They're too, <laughs> They're too generous. They're too, too generous. Sleep deeply and wake gently with the Restore 2. Go to hatch.co slash Dadville to get
1: $20 off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash Dadville. I don't know that there's a. There's not like a quick answer. I mean, I agree with that. Assessing your expectations. Definitely assessing uh, your priorities. Because, I mean, as Logan, you know more than anybody, it's like you only have so many hours in the day. So you got to, you know, figure out what your priorities are and allocate your time, what's going to win. So often they are going to be two opposing things that you, you know, I'm sure there's a part of you that wants to spend all day with your kids. And then there's a part of you that wants to spend all day sitting in a room making yeah, hold music. On. I, I, hold you
0: know? on. Are we, does anybody, <laughs> can I say this out loud? Somebody anybody want to spend
1: all day? Yeah, with all the day, Phil, you know, <laughs> with some breaks, obviously. A
0: little egregious. <laughs>
1: uh, in In summation, best of luck, Logan. We are rooting for you. <laughs> we are rooting for you. <laughs> All right. Taylor Fadina. Uh, for both of you, what's a line in a song that you wish you'd written? I love so many of y'all's songs, by the way. So glad to have your music in the world. Oh, that's nice, well, Taylor.
0: I I'll tell you, you just just that question makes me happy. I just love I think sometimes I feel like, you know, you you pour your hardened these Because, I mean uh uh-huh. You're with me on lyrics are just a nightmare. Lyrics for, for, are the hardest. Thing they're the about worst. Music. It's it's yeah. so hard, especially when you've been doing it as long as we've both been doing it. Because you know, musically, you and I could go on yeah. forever and ever and have yeah. more musical ideas. But it's hard when you've said, like literally, literally said all the things yeah. you just said. You know, yeah. you're just like, I don't know what the next thing's gonna be. Yeah. So I love that question anyway. It makes me happy that people still, you know, Care not that about every lyrics. song I'm writing is meant to be taken as some profound. But, you know, every now and then mm. when you have a line, you're like, oh, yes. It's just good to know somebody's mm-hmm. like, oh, I see you, Dave. I
1: see you, John. I had, when I read this, I immediately had a line. Go. She'll ruin your faith with her casual, casual lies. lies. <sighs> Billy Joel, That kind of that whole song. I mean, honestly. I mean, but that line, that little line is so good. I'm not saying it's like the greatest lyric ever written. It's so good. But it, it, if I wrote that, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'd come in and I would tell Amy. I'd be like, "Babe, guess what I just wrote? She'll ruin your faith with her casual lies." And then she would say, "Wait, is this about me?" Wait, what? And then I would be like, <laughs> "I'm gonna go back out of the show." I'm shit. gonna go back out of the show. <laughs> but um,
0: my one of my I have I have a few of these. I was actually just telling uh, a friend that I wrote with yesterday how much I love the lyrics of "The Living Years" by Mike and the Mechanics, which I think are just wrought with great lines. But I think maybe oh, I'm coming in hot here. Maybe my favorite verse. About to say it of all time, maybe. Whoa, whoa, maybe is uh, mystery by the indigo girls, and this is the second verse. So, what is love then? Is it dictated or chosen? Does it sing like the hymns of a thousand years, or is it just pop emotion? And if it ever was there and it left, does it mean it was never true? And to exist, it must elude. Is that why I think these things of you? I mean, that whole song is a it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, ridiculous. it's, prodigious. It's the, I think literally some of the best lyrics I've written of all time, but that, that's Emily to me is, I, I just personally, I think she's probably the greatest. She's my favorite lyric writer of all time. There are other songs that I love, but I just think like, if you go song to song by hers, it's, she's just, it's frustratingly good. That's when I actually gave that song, I had Emily, she was so sweet. She wrote those lyrics out for Annie for her 40th and we got it framed, mm-hmm. which is like one of my favorite things in the world. Um, Okay, next question. If you guys weren't musicians, what would you do for a living? Lightning round. Go.
1: Podcast. Come on. <laughs> I guess podcast. Thank the Lord we started this podcast. I don't know. I mean, if it, it, if we weren't doing anything that we are currently doing. Uh I don't know. Real estate? I think I think
0: for me, this is something I do think about if God- in some weird way had me come back and I could live life again and and do a different job, I do think about this a lot. I think there's a world where I would have tried to do the s n l thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: where I would have like moved to new york l a or Chicago right out of college, got really stuck in with the groundlings or second city, and just like gone for it. I think about that every now and then because I, mm-hmm. I I just think that would have been really I don't know if it would have worked but I just it would have been a really it just would have been fun to try. Yeah. I think that's probably my answer.
1: Um all right, Matthew, I don't know how to say this last name. Correct? Krek, Crackler? How do you say that? Croquillier? Croquillier. Uh what's the worst parenting advice you've ever received? I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I've got some bad advice. But I guess you just forget that stuff. There's only so much space in my head. It's hard enough to retain the good advice. I can't remember the bad advice. <laughs> I,
0: I, I'll say this: it wasn't anything anybody told me, but I do feel like something that got inferred for a while when we were younger was that there is one way to discipline your kids globally. Uh-huh. Like this, this uh, uh, form of discipline and sort of like caretaking is a blanket that will work for all of your kids. Like that was a real thing, especially in Christendom. It was kind of like, this is the thing, every Christian parent out there, like, and, and just, you put this on all your kids. And and Mm -hmm. I think that's just a wildly inaccurate thing. And we know that now. I don't think people really push that quite as much anymore, but I do think that wasn't, because for some of your kids, it was going to be amazing. You know, like you're like, man, you know, little Jojo is taken to this like a duck to water and it's working super well. And then, you know, crazy chip over here, left out Gina, you know, they're having a harder time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Tammy Taylor Walters, who, if she's not on QVC or a um, prosperity gospel pastor, you may be missing <laughs> your calling. Uh, does the not knowing where your show is going take you exactly per episode uh, baffle you sometimes? Or is it clear direction that we viewers aren't aware of? Does the not knowing where your show is going to take you exactly uh, to baffle you. you? Yeah.
1: Or is it clear direction we've unaware aware of? I would say in the beginning, in the very beginning, Dave and I used to basically script out the questions. Mm-hmm. and I mean, not basically, we literally scripted them out. And then we have become way less, less, less structured mm-hmm. as we've gone, wouldn't you mm-hmm. say? Yeah because you start an interview and you ask question 1 and then they answer question 1 but they also answered question 7 and 15 yeah and then you're and then like the they go in a different route and then it's like well wait if i ask question 2 now it seems left footed cuz we're kind of talking about what question 5 6 and 7 are yeah i think so, i think i think the thing that
0: is native to this thing interviewing people not even really podcasting, but you know, it it is, is to me, there's like so many ways you can do it, but I would say maybe just for this example, there's two. One is just to follow your gut. So just like, just have a chat with somebody. Um, Those can be really heartfelt and interesting because they go places you never thought they would have gone. So that's a positive. Um, And it's a little more casual. I think the negative is you may not have exhumed a 10th of what is actually There to exhume because you just sort of followed your whim uh, and where the conversation naturally went. So, you know, whatever they had, like they may have some part of them that everybody knows and wants to hear about, but you just didn't get there because, you know, that's just not where it went. I also would argue that's not really like an interview. You know, it's more of a conversation, which both those are great. And it's depending on what people want to hear. Uh, and then I think, you know, th- there is this sort of like having it s- scripted, you kind of know what you want, what why this person is on and what you want to hear them talk about. But then obviously, you know, ju- juxtaposed to the first thing, you can miss out on things that feel a little more conversational or they may not share things because it doesn't feel as. Yeah, they aren't as at ease. Yeah. 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 They, they can get a little robotic sometimes. Yeah.
1: All right. Hannah Croker. Crocker. Mm, um what are some family rhythms y'all commit to regardless of what's going on career wise? This one, boom. Yeah, I would say like the Texas shuffle. <laughs> um Family rhythms. I mean right now, I mean to be completely honest, you know, we the girls are in school, we've we've got that built-in rhythm of school, sports, church, those kinds of things. And then I kind of have my career rhythm of like, I tour when I tour. I mean, there are definitely, I guess my answer is what I feel like I need to come clean and say, there isn't a clear like line in the sand, like these family rhythms are untouched and we will never, I will never miss those or whatever. Mm. Like I've missed, I will be gone on the road on Luca's birthday this year. You know, things like that. I hate to do that, but there are just some times where, where that happens. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think for us, and I mean,
0: you know, all of this comes with an asterisk. I just, I really love family dinner together. Like, Mm -hmm. that's it. That's, I I really enjoy that. We really push as hard as we can to kind of have like, you know, obviously that's not when I'm gone, duh. But like, you know, I I think just as a normal family rhythm, if you take touring out of it, you know, that's something that I think we really enjoy. And I think it's really, it just kind of plants one thing really firmly in the ground every year. It's kind of like, that is going to happen. You know, we do highs and lows, which is always like, can feel really too Pedantic. Yeah. Probably 90% of the time, but like every now and then you really get some moment. You're like, oh, well, like, I didn't know that was hard. Like talk more about that. Or mm-hmm. like, that's awesome. I didn't know that that great thing happened or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we do. I guess I was thinking more macro. We do do dinner and I, and Amy really loves, like she wants to sit at the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same, same. Um, And have dinner. Yeah. And I do love that we do that. Um, but the, and but we do kinda, high, highs and lows yeah. as well. That's our thing.
0: I like that those two are together too. Cause I, yeah. I mean, I love dinner anyway, but you know, dinner can just get, which is totally fine. Right. You know, it can be 10 minutes and it's already done. The kids are running around, you know, yeah. and you're but I do like to that, sit back down and yeah, yeah. finish their plate. Yeah. 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 Annie, sit, Annie finish her. Um, but I do like that because we do highs and lows, it gives, it just, everybody knows that. Yeah. So it's sort of, you know, you got them for that. Yeah. And they want it. They'll go, right. okay, I'll go first. You know, and it's like, it's a, it's a. I do like that a lot. Yeah. And John, I feel like this is a good one to wrap it up on. Okay, you ready for this? Let's do it. Here we go. Amanda Ray Jones, who could work with Tammy Taylor Walters, mm. if they really wanted to come together for a
1: powerful <laughs> duo. Um, one standard coffee order. Go quad shot espresso with one ounce of steam, though.
0: You did not even think about that. I'm gonna probably go. I either do like mostly vanilla soy latte. It's kind of that's that's sort what of size fun. are we talking here? Um, I don't know, 5'11", and then like large, uh, 34 pants usually, okay. and then like a large shirt, and then, I don't know, 10 and a half, 11 shoes. Shoes, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's been like okay. that for a while. Favorite parenting level you've unlocked or one you're looking forward to?
1: Hmm. Man. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the phase that we're in right now um last night and this morning aside. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> I really like this face. Right boring now. the last twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah. I and I remember I asked Amy's parents this question and I remember her dad said that these years and this was years ago they said it, but he was like the early elementary school years. He was like if I had to pick a phase, that was my favorite mm-hmm. phase. Which is wh- kinda where we are right now.
0: Yeah, I think I think for me, I'm so, I'm such an affection. I'm a, I'm a very physical touch guy. Um, and I just so enjoy that all of my kids are like that right now. You know, that we Mm -hmm. don't have one that's like phased out of it yet or whatever, or hasn't phased in or what, you know, whatever it feels like right now, all three of them are just very affectionate and very like, you know, they just love being close and hand holding and kind of like sitting close to me on the couch. And I, I really think if there's anything I'm actually pretty conscious of every day or every time it happens, it's that. And I just, mm-hmm. and, I lo- and I know it won't always be that and that's okay. But I think it makes this season so much more fun. Like they're just still really, really affectionate. And so I really yeah. am thankful for that. Okay. Um, last year this, she's coming, Amanda Ray, which we know her to be this way. Mm-hmm. And so it shouldn't that's be a surprise. So her. That's so her. <laughs> ARJ is always coming off the top rope. Um, Last question you yes. asked: One moment in time where you seriously considered walking away from music, or good for good, or good. You you thought about walking away from music, but you also wa- thought about walking away from just good
1: oh, or goodness. <laughs> just be, just be. <laughs> um, my gosh, I guess right now. I mean, I I w- hadn't even thought about it until you asked <laughs> that, Amanda Ray Jones. <laughs> Maybe it's time. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean. I don't know that I've really ever had a moment hmm. that I've seriously thought about, like for walking real, walking away for real.
0: Like ten years ago, you know, not there's never there was never like a moment of that. No, I don't
1: think so. And hmm. and I think it's mostly because I don't have any other plan. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's not because it's just been <laughs> nothing but green lights. You know, for the last seventeen years, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just like, well, there's no. I mean, there's no, what? What else am I gonna do? Yeah, if I was like a, had my law degree or something, or like you know, I'm also I took the MCATs and I aced them all, and yeah, I could go you know, be a doctor tomorrow. I I don't know. There's there's no other skill set that I have. Yeah, I I think that that's
0: that's surprising is the right word it's it's i'm glad to hear you say that like i i think it's really cool that you haven't felt that way um i kind of think of two times there was a time well and i'll say this and again i don't mean to keep banging the drum but being uh you know uh, enneagram 7 i just do i'm so pain averse like the minute things get uncomfortable at a pretty significant level, I am doing everything I can to try to get out of that discomfort. Mm -hmm. And so there, there's always been like a low level hum in my career when it's gotten hard or exhausting. And I'm never like, I'm pulling this, you know, the train to make it stop and get off. But there is some sense of like, I just want to get out of this part of it. Yeah. You know? Right. So there, you know, it's not uncommon for me to sit with Annie, especially back in the days where I like, I was touring a ton and stuff was like, pretty, yeah. you know, pretty at full throttle or whatever that, you know, every few months I'd be like, I'm just worn out. And I'm, you know, and she'd be like, you're doing great. There was one moment though I remember very succinctly right before, um, what we want, what we get came out, which is the record that God gave me his own where I had a very real conversation with any, I remember it pretty, pretty well. We were walking that far from here, just she and I before kids. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Like I'm just, I, it was the year I toured the most. I was, I was so tired and I was like, And I remember it feeling pretty, um, you know, significant that I was like, I'm just spent like I'm done. And she said, she was like, you know, as she always does, she was like, you're just tired. You love doing this. You're so good at it. you can't. And I remember it being by the end of the conversation, she had done a good job of kind of, but it, it, I don't think I would have, it's the closest that I've ever come to it though, where I was really like, I'm, I'm like, I'm just so spent tired mm-hmm. and i think too in those moments i'm i was looking like when does this stop you know what i mean yeah like it just feels like this is just rinse rinse wash repeat it was just kind of
1: like yeah. here we go um and I i've th- had moments where i thought my career was over i mean moments that i have had with annie or with with Amy, what was that? <laughs> where i'm like I think it's done. I think people are. Yeah. I think people are done. I don't think people are gonna. You know, like you put a tour on sale and like your first week of tickets just is underwhelming yeah. and you're like, this is it. Yeah. It's over. Well,
0: you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm glad you say that. And I mean, th- you know, this. I hope this isn't too much information or whatever, but it is an interesting look behind the veil of what we do because I do think, you know, I mean, honestly, I'm 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 not in the middle of that right now. I would never quit what we're doing, but I do think it's been a season. It's just you know. I was joking with somebody the other day, like the music industry isn't set up to serve 45-year-old artists. You know, it's like, and that's okay. It's okay. It's like, sort of feels like the NFL isn't set up, to, you know, to serve 35-year-old wide receivers. It's just like, yeah. you know, and so, you know, it's just, a, it's it's tough doing this the older we get. And I do think... So I would say the second, you know, I said, there's two, I, I'm kind of in it now and I'm not going to quit. That's not on yeah. point, but I'm feeling all the feelings of like, gosh, this is just like, why is this so hard? You know?
1: Yeah. Um, well, and you don't really, it's like, I enjoy it more than ever. Agreed, agreed. I love it more than ever, but I, I need it less than ever, Hmm. you know? Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And so. And I think when I was 23, I, it was like, I wasn't necessarily conscious, consciously thinking I need this. It was just like, what else? Am, I mean, yeah, this, this is, is the only is thing, thing I'm yeah, doing yeah. right that's now. what we do. Yeah. And now, it's like, there's a lot of other more important aspects yeah, of well my life. Said. Yeah. You know? I think that's what, I mean, you know, because that's the thing. I think
0: with this record I'm putting out next month, I've never been more excited about a record. But I've also never had to, I've never... um uh, it's never been more challenging to get a record out and let people know it's there and get it listened to. And I think some of that is unique to our age because we've done both. Yeah. You know, we started with CDs that you sold that were very real representations of how you were doing because people bought them or didn't. Mm -hmm. They, they spread organically. People then would buy more because somebody had it and they had to go get it. It wasn't just sitting there, you know? So I think some of what's so hard with what we do is just that, we've known the other side of it too, that was just so different, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's hard to change your expectations to now where all music is free and people can go listen at any time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's just, it doesn't have the worth it used to. So it's hard, but, you know, but it's all good and I'm thankful and, you know, it's it's there, but I do <laughs> i feel like there's a little bit of that <laughs> bubbling right mm-hmm. now. like what is it for? Yeah, very <laughs> timely question, Amanda. Um, I actually wrote that question down. <laughs> um <laughs> so guys, we love you. Thanks for, Thanks for coming to Dad Bill. Thanks for, <laughs> enjoy your time. If you snacks, would pick up your literal right. out though. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs>